If you are a powerful, impactful, influential leader, it is your job to create clarity even when you cannot see. The only true competitor in the infinite game is yourself. The leader of the team has to go first. So where do ideas come from? Welcome to Nordic Business Forum Audio, the podcast that empowers leaders to change the world. I'm Heli, and this time we'll hear from Ansi Rantanen, the winner of our 2019 speaker contest. During his keynote, Ansi explains why experimentation is the key to growth. He also demonstrates how technology allows us to experiment much easier and faster. This session was recorded at Nordic Business Forum Helsinki in 2019. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, what a fantastic opportunity and privilege this is. My name is Ansi Rantanen. I'm the Finland CEO of a Dutch education company called Growth Tribe Academy. What we do and what I do is study the fastest growing companies in the world. Then we package that knowledge into courses and then teach those skills and strategies to you. One thing that we see a lot these days is that these hyper-fast growth companies are incredibly experiment-driven. And therefore, I'm confident that experimentation will play a critical role in your future growth trajectory as well. But it's actually a bit ironic that I ended up at an education company because I was never a very good student. Do you remember that dreadful feeling when you were sitting in an exam to which you hadn't studied for and you had no idea what the answer to the question was? That was basically me all the time in school. So I always got like creative, trying to maybe even score partial points. Like you'd be asked a simple question, um, like who won the Korean War? And you sort of get creative, you know, there can maybe only be two options. So you try to score partial points and you do something like the Korean people, maybe? You know, the teacher will give you a bit of credit. But that was me in school and, but on a more serious note, the, the sad thing about school was that I never actually truly felt like I could be myself. But regardless of that, and regardless of never having phenomenal grades, I managed to land a job later at Google as a growth consultant. And you can imagine how proud I was to get in. And at Google, I did way better than I did at school. And it took me a few years to understand why. But I'm going to get back to that a bit later. One thing that Google does incredibly well and that made an impression on me is team dynamics. See, because of the inherent scalability of digital technology, a small team can create a product that ends up being used by billions of people. So that's why these tech companies create cultures and environments where everybody is encouraged to come up with ideas on how things could be done better and then encouraged to test them very quickly. This testing process is something often referred to as rapid experimentation, and a lot of hyper-fast growth tech companies base their business strategies on that. Jeff Bezos, for example, has said in his Amazon shareholder letters that our success at Amazon is a function of how many experiments we do per year, per month, per week, per day. Did you know that Uber runs over a thousand marketing experiments at all times? 
or that Facebook runs over 100,000 experiments every single year. These companies experiment a lot because they want to figure out, they want to learn what works and what doesn't work as quickly as possible. And the great thing is that technology allows us to experiment a lot quicker and a lot easier. And I'm going to repeat that. Technology allows us to experiment a lot quicker and a lot easier. But I'm not just going to be a charlatan up here and stand and tell you, you know, that that's the case. I actually want to show you hands-on how easy rapid experimentation can be. But for that, I need everybody in this room to play along for a moment. So let's say that we in this room, we are the innovation department of a toothpaste company. I know we're a pretty big team. Maybe that's why we never get anything done. But, uh, but Deloitte have recently come out with a report that says that blockchain is the future of dental care. And because of that, we've created a service, a toothpaste subscription service, which is based on the blockchain. And now that we have that service, we need to create a brand, a professional-looking brand. We need to create a website for that brand. And then we also need to create a chatbot. So how long do you guys think we need to do that if we'd go the traditional route with like agencies? Come on, VIPs in the front, help me out. How long? Months? Two months? Six months? A year? Exactly. And even then, we wouldn't know if it's any good. So what we're going to do today, or what we're going to try to do today, is something a bit different. We're going to create these three things that I just mentioned in five minutes here on stage. So can we just switch over to my computer, please, so that everybody can see my screen and start the five-minute timer whenever, you know, we're ready to go. There we are. Perfect. So the first thing that we need is a brand. And for that, we're going to be using something called Luka. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and create an account to begin with. And now, what type of business are we starting? We're starting something in the dental industry. So now we need to pick five logos that we like, because this is actually a machine learning powered logo generation tool. So we're giving it some inputs. We want to go with maybe a sort of black and white grayscale palette. And I usually like sort of simple, minimalistic uh, logos, so we're going to go with grayscale. Now we need a brand name. And we're in the dental industry, and it's also based on the blockchain. So maybe we could go with uh, like Tetherium. Does that sound good? Tetherium. Great. Just pick that. Now we're going to pick a few symbols for this. AI generation tool to work its magic. And once those are there, it's creating some designs for us. So this took us approximately a minute. I am by no means a graphic designer. And yet, here we have this brilliant logo that we're just going to work with. I'm just going to cheat a bit, because I don't have a company credit card. So I'm just going to screenshot these so that we can work a bit faster. And OK, maybe this isn't stressful enough. So we're just going to go ahead and maybe add some background music. I think Mission Impossible theme song would be pretty good. So we're just going to go ahead and choose that. Great. Once that's running, we're going to go and build our website. For that, we're going to be using something called Launchico. So what's your startup's name? It's Tetherium. We're going to be building a web app. And let's go with the color blue as a palette so that it's like trustworthy. And 
As for the typography, we definitely want some modern typography because, you know, this is a very futuristic service. Uh, now we need to add a background image. Just gonna get that a bit lower. Now we need a background image for the website. And I was thinking that we go with like the space picture to make it look really nice and modern. So what could be our heading? Um, join the future of dental care today. Great, I'm just gonna quickly upload that image that we just created. By the way, guys, if you could hop off the Wi-Fi, that would make this a lot quicker. <laughs> so, thanks. And I did cheat a bit. I did create a short link to where we can direct people. But great, so now we need a few things. We need some features. So let's say that Ethereum is easy to use. Ethereum is super user friendly. I'm just making these up as we go. Um, now maybe something about the blockchain. What can we say about the blockchain? It's, it's decentralized, right? So let's just say that. I have no idea what that means, by the way, but um, let's just go with it. Ethereum is 110% maybe decentralized. Great, add another feature, uh, high quality. Ethereum is super high quality, great. Now we're just gonna go ahead and add that other visual that we created, you know, to make it look like we actually have an official brand. There we go. Once that's in there, we can go forwards. Now, every single self-respecting startup, of course, has a testimonial. So that's what we're gonna have next. Um, Ethereum changed my life. Who said that? I mean, we all know that startup testimonials are fake. So how about we go with George Clooney? Maybe we'll actually just add a picture of him as well, preferably with a, you know, a nice smile so that we can get that looking really professional. Oh, we have a minute left. Ethereum changed my life, great. One more thing that we need is a pricing box. Simple pricing. Uh, the tier name is unlimited yearly, $49.99. Easy to use high quality, decentralized. Great, now that those things are there, we have 45 minutes left. We still need to install the chatbot. And for that, we're gonna be using something called Collect Chat, because Collect Chat have these ready-made templates that we could use really easily. So I'm just gonna go ahead and sign in. And they have this private beta template, which they've sort of made for startups that's really easy to just sort of plug and play. So now that we look at the script here, it's great. I need to go in here and grab this snippet of code Go into the website settings, plug that in there, 15 seconds left, uh, publish, change the URL to join Ethereum, subdomain available, publish that site. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand and we have a website which is live. And hopefully we have a chatbot that works. Hello? Would you be interested in signing up for a private beta? Yes. What's my email address? I'm just gonna type that in there. Great. We'll be reaching out regarding next steps. So ladies and gentlemen, that was that in five minutes. <laughs> that was pretty stressful. That was, that was pretty stressful. But the reason the reason I wanted to show you this live demo is because I actually wanted to show you hands-on how easy rapid experimentation can be. I mean, we created 
a brand, a website, and a chatbot in less than five minutes. And this way, we can start gathering some valuable user feedback already today instead of in six months if we'd go down the traditional route. Anybody, anybody in this room, even my dad, who's terrible with computers, anybody in this room could have done what I just did. But the unfortunate reality is that for most of you, my live demo will not have any impact at all. I don't want to be too much of a pessimist, but most of us will go back to our teams on Friday. We'll remember the live demo and the cool trick that I did, but we'll go back to the normal way of working that we've always done. Why is that the case? A few years ago, Google did some research, and they wanted to understand what makes their most successful teams so successful. And they started by looking at the obvious thing, which is the composition of the team. And they looked at the ratio of extroverts to introverts, what kind of universities these people went to, but they couldn't find anything in the data. It wasn't until they started looking at how these teams work together when they found something interesting. They found that the best predictor of team success is something called psychological safety, which basically means that team members feel like they can take risks and be vulnerable in front of their colleagues. See, the reason that I never felt like I could be myself in school was because I didn't have any psychological safety. I mean, I was a really curious kid, but I vividly remember comments from teachers such as like, Ansi, stop doing that. You know, we're currently reading chapter seven and not three. And that embedded me with the feeling that it's not okay for me to be myself. Fast forward to Google, and it's the polar opposite. There, my curiosity was appreciated. And for the first time, I truly felt like I could be my honest self in every single team meeting. That's the difference in psychological safety. So yes, I'm sure a lot of us know that experimentation is the future of growth. And I'm sure a lot of you in this room are already making some kind of a transformation in order to be more agile or more experiment-driven. But that's not possible without psychological safety. Because when you start experimenting, the majority of your experiments fail. I mean, some of us will go back to our teams on Friday, and we'll be super excited. We'll be like, oh, guys, I saw this amazing live demo. It was fantastic. We need to start experimenting. And then your colleagues will be all supportive. They'll be like, yes, 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 let's do it. But for the majority of us, we'll go back to our teams on Friday with the same enthusiasm to which our you know, colleagues will respond by creating a 27-slide PowerPoint presentation outlining all of the reasons why this will never work in your company and why we're complete idiots for having thought so. Now, the question is, which one are you and which one do you want to be, right? So research has shown that 50% of employees don't speak up when they have something to say. So psychological safety is incredibly important. How do we as business leaders go about creating psychological safety in the workplace. Harvard researcher Amy Edmondson has been looking at psychological safety for years, and I dug into her research, and I found a few maxims that we can apply immediately to start driving this in our teams. The first is that we need to underscore the importance of getting everybody's ideas and contribution to our whole team and our company, right? 
So these days, we have no idea where the good ideas can come from. So every team member needs to know that their ideas are truly valued. And secondly, this is really straightforward, but we actually need to ask for honest feedback. We need to encourage people to speak up. And when they do, we need to thank them for it, right? We want to create a positive feedback loop. And finally, as leaders, we need to be honest about having failed ourselves. Because no one wants to speak up about a mistake that they made in a team if they think that everybody's perfect and has never messed up. So as leaders, we need to go first. We need to lead by example. Because after all, every single failure is just an opportunity to learn, right? So yes, experimentation is the future of growth, but that's not possible without psychological safety. And with these three maxims, we as business leaders can start creating psychological safety in our teams, which will in turn let us become more experiment-driven. You, ladies and gentlemen, us in this room, we have the phenomenal opportunity to drive that change in our companies. I have to admit, I did do quite a bit of preparation for this talk. And a few weeks ago, my colleagues at Growth Tribe challenged me. They were like, Ansi, how about you start experimenting, you know, testing things out with your presentation? And that's exactly what I did. So I created a few different versions with slides, without slides, and I held dress rehearsals for my friends. And in my experimentation process, I learned that people actually prefer it if I leave out the slides in the beginning. But I'm still not 100% decided whether that's true or not. So I'm sort of still experimenting. And you guys are witnessing you know, my experimentation throughout this. Ladies and gentlemen, for the past 17 minutes, I've truly felt like I've been allowed to be myself. I've experimented. I did the live demo. I spoke honestly from my heart. And for that, ladies and gentlemen, for the psychological safety that we've created in this room today together, I truly thank you. Thank you for listening. For more business tips and tricks, listen to our following episodes. To share any feedback on this podcast, drop us an email at audio at nbform.com. Until then, go make a change. <laughs>